Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com slash build. That's Chime.com slash build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. This is Women to Watch. I don't think you can truly change for the better in a lasting, meaningful way unless it is driven by self-acceptance. Women to Watch, sharing the real stories of the most accomplished women in the world. To rise above all of the noise and fulfill every last one of your dreams. Be inspired by women from across the globe. True philanthropy comes from living from the heart of yourself and giving what you have been given. Who are encouraging more women to pursue their dreams. What I know to be true is that women were always meant to lead. And by shining a light on those doing it well today, my hope is that more women will find their own voice. Now, here's the owner, founder, and host of Women to Watch, Sue Rocco. Hello, and welcome back to another week of Women to Watch. I'm Sue Rocco, and it's great to be here with all of you. I'm very excited for tonight's show as I welcome one of our newest watch team members, Shalja Dixit. Shalja is the CEO uh, officer of Curio Digital Therapeutics, and she'll be with me in just a moment. Be sure to stay with us during the breaks where you'll hear from our exclusive watch team of women leaders. Each one brings news and updates from their industries as well as inspiration, and we are so grateful for their continued sponsorship and support of the show. If you're interested in learning more about the watch team and you'd like to be a part of the show yourself, feel free to email taylor at womentowatch.net. That's women2watch.net, N-E-T. So now I am very thrilled and honored to welcome to the show again, Shalja Dixit, CEO of Curio Digital Therapeutics. Shalja, welcome to the show. Thank you, Susan. How are you? Uh, And thanks for giving us this opportunity to be here. It's it listen it's an honor I'm very excited to share with our listeners the work that you're doing the company you started um which is exclusively for the health uh and wellness of women and um but before we get into the company itself I always want to give our listeners um a background on my guests and have them learn a little bit more about you and where you came from so I wonder if you can just talk for a few minutes about um where you grew up and a little bit about that community. Sure. So I grew up in India, um, you know, and um, uh, as a child uh, and, and, and a girl, uh, obviously, uh, like any uh, developing world, you know, you, there were challenges, uh, challenges looking at education and that I have made that as a cause. I, I give back a lot and I 
uh, I'm part of a non-profit which is run by my parents to educate women in India. Uh, and we have many girls who are actually in this non-profit. Today we are uh, teaching about 3,000 girls, uh, you know, and, and giving them education. So that has been very close to me. But the good thing is um, I was always supported by very strong women in my life, my mom, who is a historian, she again fought against the odds to become, uh, to earn her PhD and then became a professor. So I was fortunate uh, to get that backing from my parents to break uh, the norm and go for education and do what I want. But that's something which I'm very passionate about. So. Can you tell me, oh, your parents, are they still in India or are they here living with you in the U.S.? Oh, they, they shuttle between the two places. So, uh, you know, they believe now it, in, at their age, it's their time to give back to society, which I'm very proud of. So they run this nonprofit and we support them. I support them from here. So can you, what is the name, the name of the nonprofit? It's called Gyan Jyoti. What it means is education is light. Mm. Oh, I like that. I like that. So really from an early age, from the very beginning, you know, I'm always curious how my guests end up in the field that they do. And I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. I, I, you know, in doing my research, you've received many, many recognitions and awards um, for work that you've done, not just with Curio, but companies prior. And I wanted to ask you if you always had this passion to invent. Um. Uh, you know, that that's a very interesting question, Susan. So I won't say that I had passion to invent. I had passion to challenge the norm, right? So it was curiosity and more of understanding the why that I think led to one thing led to another. You know, when you are curious, and I tell this to my son, I tell it to younger younger generation, just don't lose your curiosity. So if you have curiosity to learn and find out why, you'll end up either finding new things or just being successful in what you do. So that's where I think I, I wouldn't define myself a natural inventor, uh, you know, or doing new things. I would just call myself a curious learner and a life learner. Yeah, that's great advice. Um, I think curiosity, particularly for young girls, um, when we talk about the field of STEM and trying to encourage them, you know, to go into those areas, it's important. And I'm sure you have these conversations with them for them to understand how much creativity is behind science and technology and engineering and math. Absolutely. That, that's the most essential thing. And I would say that even even when you talk about history or art, so not just STEM, right? So uh, if you have this mindset that I'm going to figure out like why this statement, this thing exists, you know, it will lead you to a natural course of discovery and invention. And that's what science is all about. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Tell me about um, your school. Your, how did you decide upon the university that you decided to go to? Am I correct? You went to Columbia? Yeah, so I did did first, I was at Rutgers, uh, which was Robert Wood Johnson at that time, UMDNJ, University of Medicine, Dentistry in New Jersey. And from there, I went to Columbia. Uh, I did my master's in public health uh, from Columbia. Uh, it was early program uh, as an executive program. Uh, and, you know, it was very interesting. Uh, I was faculty at UMDNJ. Uh, I was fairly new to the U.S. healthcare system since I didn't grow up 
seeing U.S. healthcare system. And one thing which was very clear was that, yes, I can keep on delivering the care as one individual person or physician, but I need to understand the complexity of U.S. healthcare system or what is there, you know, in the U.S. healthcare system. That led me, again, the curiosity to learn. And I said, I can read up, but I need to do a proper course around it. And that's why when I started looking at universities that are really good in health policy and public health, uh, Columbia surfaced and I went ahead and, uh, you know, did my uh, master's from Columbia. And tell me your first reaction coming to New York City, um, you know, having grown up uh, in India. Uh, I actually looked, well, I came when it was very cold. So the first reaction was that, oh my God, <laughs> how am I going to survive? <laughs> I need to go buy a coat. <laughs> right. but, but, but frankly speaking, as I settled down, so warm, land of opportunities, you know, I'm so fortunate. I had mentors. One thing which I learned very early on, and this is another advice I give to every girl, woman who's starting her journey, don't be afraid seeking answers and help, right? We need help and you need mentors. I would not have been where I am. I would have been completely lost, in fact, if I didn't have the right mentors. So I was fortunate, not just reaction to New York, it was reaction to the welcome that I got. You know, whenever I sought for help, I had more people willing to get, get help. And I was overwhelmed by that. So I think that, that was my reaction. I mean, of course, not the first one, but these were my first few observations. I said, I have to, you know, when there is a place like this where you can learn so much and there are people to help you, I need to do something uh, uh, and ho hopefully have an impact. Yeah, I'm so happy to hear that, that there were so many people willing um, to help because we often hear the opposite, right? We we only hear about the bad. Um, I want to, you know, st state for the listeners what Curio is. Um, it's a technology and analytics company supporting women throughout their cycle of life. Can you tell our listeners in simple terms, just before we go to the break, what that is, what exactly Curio is? Sure. So Curio is what we call a digital therapeutic platform. What it means is simply that it delivers interventions, clinical interventions that have been validated and tested through a digital application or a digital platform for women's mental and behavioral health well-being. So by interacting with this platform on an ongoing basis, women can see an impact in their emotional health, behavioral health, and mental health. Uh, and the idea is not just to do a point solution at one point of time in life, but rather go across women's life cycle and provide that support. Yeah, which is very complex, right? And we're always changing. Um, we're going to take our first break. Stay with us for our watch team. And I will be back with Shalia Dixit, uh, our new watch team member and the CEO of Curio. We'll be right back. Now the women to watch. Finance Watch. Finance Watch. At Penn Community Bank, we're committed to giving you the tools and resources you need to succeed financially. While there are several components to your financial health, your credit score, and building it, maintaining it, or repairing it should be at the top of your list. Credit is key to accomplishing your goals and dreams, like buying a home or car, borrowing money to continue your education, or embarking on your journey of independence. When you have a strong credit score, the possibilities are endless. If you are just starting out or don't have credit in your name yet, here is something to consider. Next time you're at a retail store you frequent, apply for a store credit card. 
Make sure you're aware of all the details, like monthly payment due date and interest rate. Put a small balance on this credit card and pay it off in full every month. Just like that, you're starting to build credit. Have credit but trying to improve it? Limit how often you apply for new accounts and aim to keep your credit utilization, or the portion of credit available to you that you're using, under 30%. Most importantly, know what's working against you and what factors are weighing your score down. Once you've built your credit, strive to maintain the highest score you can. A score of 700 and above shows lenders that you're a low-risk customer to loan money to and at a competitive interest rate, too. Remember, a strong credit score is your opportunity to get ahead and be financially independent. Penn Community Bank, here we are and here we grow. We've all been through a lot, but we've been through it together. And we've emerged stronger than ever with a renewed sense of community, knowing that the greatest growth is inside each of us. At Penn Community Bank, this is who we are. In good times and bad, it's been our mission to serve the greater good with values-driven banking, lending, and investments. Let's keep growing forward. Penn Community Bank. Here we are, and here we grow. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Women to Watch. Sports Watch. Hey, everybody. This is Dr. Jen Welker, and you are listening to Sports Watch. It's about focusing on what's in your control. Can't always control the outcome, right? That's that's not in our control. You can't control the weather. You can't control the calls of the refs. You can't control a lot of things. But what you can control is the intention that you take into every situation. And that's true. If the why is right, the outcome is not fully under your control. But when you had a good reason... You can always go back to it and you can build on the things that may not have gone right, right? Like in your execution, you can get better about X, Y, and Z. But if you don't have a core, then when things go wrong, you always lose your way and you don't have something to go back to and say, you know what, this is who we are. This is how we play. This is how we fight. And we're going to, you know, we're going to play go for it football or we're going to go for a first down that we may not get. You have to know that there's a may not get it if you go for it. And yet when you have that core reason that you can go back to, there's always something to build from as you go forward. Follow me and all my adventures, or you can say misadventures on Welter 47 on Instagram or at jwelter 47 on Twitter. This is Women to Watch with Sue Rocco, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. Welcome back to the show. I'm joined this evening by Shalja Dixit, and Shalja is the CEO of Curio, which is an uh, analytics and technology platform that's going to be helping women with their health and wellness across their lifetime. And... Um, First, just to to make a note that Shalja is going to be doing a wellness watch for us, and certainly the company that she has started covers all areas for women. Um, I know that you decided to focus on postpartum, and I wondered why that area first. So thanks for asking that question, Susan, first of all. Uh, You know, as we looked across women's life cycle, one area where we felt uh, it has an impact not just on women's own health, emotional as well as physical, but has an impact on the new child, has an impact on society, has an impact on family, was actually pregnancy and 
postpartum. So that, that's why this was the first area we felt where we have a larger impact, not just on a one individual or one woman, but rather a societal impact. And frankly speaking, this is one area where we also felt is the highest unmet need because there are no tools that exist for women who are going through uh, their postpartum journey. It's also, I think, um, something women go through and it is not widely discussed, correct? Absolutely. I always tell this that, you know, um, not for, unfortunately, not for every woman, uh, childbirth is a happy event. But as a society, there is a stigma attached to it because childbirth is supposed to be always happy. Right. So this is why it discourages yeah. a woman to acknowledge uh, and they start taking it upon themselves personally that I am the only one who's not feeling happy about a childbirth. So maybe there's something wrong with me. And that's where starts the downward spiral of emotional, uh, you know, and uh, uh, depression and so on. So absolutely, this is this is an area which, uh, you know, we felt very passionately about. And can you talk about your um, what you call your flagship product, which is called Stella? What does it do and how does it work? So we wanted to make um, humanize our application, right? So Stella is uh, your friend through your postpartum journey. She starts helping you during your pregnancy or antenatal journey, uh, guiding you through your emotional well-being, uh, guiding a new mom through her emotional well-being, telling mom how to uh, manage stress, anxiety, the negative thoughts, new relationship, uh, how to ma- do even time management and accept the new norm, like new, new, new mom, because the life of a new mom, if you have first child, second child, third child is not same once they are, they have a new life in there, you know, that they have to take care of. So Stella is actually our digital platform. But again, Stella is, we want a woman to think about Stella as her friend that she goes to, uh, to take care of her emotional journey. I wanted to ask you to, to kind of explain what stage the company is in, because one of the things that you um, are providing are one-on-one sessions with physicians, which I think is incredibly um, important and and going to be valuable. Is that happening now or is that something that's going to happen down the road? So the, the company is actually, the product is ready to launch. As you know, that we have been tested in multiple studies and the product is clinically validated. So we are actually rolling it out next week. So it will be available as a direct-to-consumer application as well or product as well. So women can self-identify, register and seek help through our Stella or our product platform. Uh, uh, You you rightly mentioned that we do have in our roadmap providing some one-on-one support because we believe that it will be good to augment it with some uh, either through a video or an e-visit, some support as well. But that's that's a step two. Uh, most likely, it will come uh, into play or will be available around uh, end of summer kind uh, kind of time frame. But the platform will be available starting next week. Okay, which is great. It's coming up. You must be excited. It's been a long road. Long road. Uh, lot of evidence because we don't release any product without having clinical evidence. So now we feel pretty comfortable with all of the evidence that we have collected so far in three, 
what we call clinical trials. You know, so uh, yes, uh, it, it's exciting times, and I'm hoping to give this have this tool made available to as many uh, pregnant or new moms uh, who need help out there. So we will be looking to hear some hopefully impactful stories in coming time. Sorry, Susan, you were saying No, something. that's okay. Oh, and I love that too. I want us to be able to share those firsthand stories um, as we move forward from women who are using the platform and, and how it's helping them. One of the things you've talked about that's so important is that um, Curio is taking a very holistic approach. And I wanted you to explain why, why that is important as opposed to addressing just each individual um, symptom or problem, yeah. you know, I don't want to say disease, but all of the different um, phases of a woman's life cycle. Yeah. So, so there are two aspects of this holistic approach, right? And I think you touched on both of them. The first is we believe in mind-body connection, right? So you can't detach what goes on in physiological aspect. And for example, let's go to back to postpartum, the hormonal aspect or the pregnancy, which has an impact on women's uh, physiological as well as mental health, you can't detach both these things. So that's why you know, we talk about physiological well-being all the time, but we don't talk about the mental or emotional well-being, right? But they are very much interconnected, and there is a ton of science that talks about it. So that's one aspect of holistic care, so addressing the person as a whole and not just one aspect. So while at our core is the emotional and behavioral aspect, we do touch upon the physiological aspect in that time frame that uh, a woman is going through in her journey. So that's the first aspect of holistic uh, you know, care or holistic approach. The second aspect that you said is around women's life cycle. Although we change when we go through different phases in our life, but still the underlying factors remain same. So we want to provide a platform that hopefully remains with that woman, not just in pregnancy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
in perimenopause, menopause, in uh, healthy aging, uh, as well as before that during the fertility and adolescent journey. So it's a complete person's journey. Uh, we don't have all the answers right now uh, because it takes extensive research to study each and every aspect of phase. Uh, today we have two phases ready and we are hoping uh, you know, to complete the circle or complete the cycle of life as we like to call internally within Curio fairly soon. So that's a second second aspect of holistic care. Yeah, that's terrific. Very exciting. Uh, we're going to go into our next break, and I'll be back with Shalja Dixit, CEO of Curio. Stay with us for our watch team, and we'll be back. Now the women to watch, military watch. Hi, I'm Melanie Gardiner, communications manager of military and veteran affairs at Comcast NBC Universal. Since 1995, presidents of our nation have issued a series of annual proclamations designating the month of March as Women's History Month. These proclamations celebrate the contributions that women have made to the United States and recognize the specific achievements women have made over the course of American history in a variety of fields. Each year, Women's History Month has a theme to speak to the state of our nation and current circumstances. This year, the month is focusing on women on the front lines whose commitment to service embodies the national 2022 women's history theme of providing healing, promoting hope. This recognition includes the women who served during the pandemic, either on active duty or as veterans. Women have certainly come a long way when it comes to the roles they play in the military. During World War I, women served on the front lines as nurses and relief workers. Some served in the military as contract surgeons. Today, women serve on multiple front lines. They are leaders within their units, at hospitals, and serve as military police officers, chief nurses, educators, combat pilots, scientists, and more. They're also on the front line at the highest levels of national defense. U.S. Army General Laura Richardson currently leads the U.S. Southern Command, and U.S. Air Force General Jacqueline Van Ovos currently leads the U.S. Transportation Command. The Honorable Christine Warmuth is the Secretary of the Army, and Dr. Kathleen Hicks is the Deputy Secretary of Defense. This Women's History Month, let's all take a moment to recognize the past, present, and future generations of women who will provide healing and promote hope from the front lines. You're listening to Women to Watch with Sue Rocco on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Welcome back to the show. I'm talking with our newest watch team member, Shalja Dixit. Um, she has launched a new company. She is the CEO of Curio Digital Therapeutics, which is going to be an incredible company um, helping women through all cycles of life. And, you know, Shalja, you've had quite an extensive career. Um, you've certainly traveled the world and you've worked in various roles, um, not only in the U.S., but in Europe and in Asia. And I wanted to ask you specifically about um, Alzheimer's. Um, is there, do you believe, or is there any evidence that there's a correlation between women's life cycle and Alzheimer's? And the reason I ask it's, it's a personal, um, interest of mine. And the more I read about it, the more I learn that it's much more prevalent in women. So you're absolutely right that Alzheimer's is much more prevalent in women than men. Um, there could be a longevity of life factor also, um, uh, playing into it women live longer you know um, as as the data says uh, but definitely there is uh, there was a recent article about a year back uh, yeah i'm forgetting the name of the researcher that specifically talked about uh, how 
the hormonal aspect plays a very big role in women's mental health, uh, you know, dementia as well as Alzheimer's. Uh, and the opportunity to bend the curve actually exists in the perimenopause phase because then women start losing the protection of estrogen uh, and that has a role to play. Uh, but there's more to come. I think we are very uh, in the initial stages of those research, uh, you know, And but I can just uh, say with looking at the what we call incidence and prevalence of uh, Alzheimer's more in women that uh, there is absolutely a correlation that science is now uncovering, but there is more to come how to take care of it. We all have been trying to solve this puzzle, big pharma industry and so on. What I personally believe in that there are a lot of like behavioral modification early on that can at least play a role. You know, like we all know that mental health and looking at uh, some maths and Sudoku kind of thing do improve neural connections and, uh, you know, mental health uh, as a person ages. So more to come, but there's absolutely a correlation uh, So to your point. Yeah. And, and I would say we're learning much more as well about uh, preventative measures, specifically around diet and certain foods that strengthen the brain. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's where the holistic care comes, right? So looking, I mean, they, they take longer term, but definitely prevention. And I, we, I like to call it bending the curve before things happen is something that should start very early on. And you, we should not be thinking about, uh, you know, Alzheimer's or dementia later in the in the life cycle. Actually, these are the things that need to start happening pretty early on, like 40, 45-year-old or 50-year-old when the perimenopause starts showing some symptoms. People also think that perimenopause is something that happens 50 and plus. No, actually, the aspects of many, that's why we call it perimenopause, happen much before. So those things need to be looked at and, uh, you know, with a lot of like uh, holistic approaches like diet modification, exercise, uh, and cognitive behavioral therapy, a lot of things can be preserved uh, at least, uh, you know, in the long term. Absolutely. You know, and my hope is that our, our parents' generation did not have as much research and knowledge as we do. And I don't know that they were paying as much attention to um, their health from the standpoint of the diet and exercise that we do today. It's certainly at the forefront of everyone's mind. I 100% agree. I think I also want to give a little bit of a going back to our parents. I think the at that time in history, you know, in world, we were going through this industrial revolution, right? So when, you know, our parents, so the diet, there were other aspects of life, which were more important, uh, like building the nation, having industrialization, women just entering, mm. entering into the workforce. Uh, and now we are at a time where I think uh, as a society, we need to come back and look at some of these uh, uh, bigger picture things that uh, impact our health in long term. Can I ask you, Shalja, when, you know, to start a company um, like the one you, you have, it takes a lot of confidence and a lot of courage, um, fundraising, getting um, uh, people to invest in your idea and your business takes a lot of, you know, resilience as well. Would you, I, I typically ask that question, where did that come from in you? And other than the support from your parents and, and the model that you had in your mom, are you a spiritual person? Is there something that guides you every day to keep going? Well, that's a, you, 
so I'll, I'll answer it in few, uh, you know, different parts, if I may say. Um, first of all, I was very fortunate to have some people who believed in me, uh, you know, like my mentors who said, we think you can do it because we all have this moment of self-doubt all the time, right? So you need some external entity. It could be anyone. It could be a spiritual entity. I don't know who, who can reinforce that you can do it, right? So I did have some people who, can, who kept on telling me, you can do it and time is now. So that was very important in my, um, you know, uh, to, for me to gain enough courage to take a plunge because I was in big pharma, I was in bigger companies in a very, very uh, comfortable paycheck to paycheck position. So it was, it, it did take a, a courage. Um, you know, I have done some entrepreneurial work before, but it's not like I am a serial entrepreneur who has raised a ton of money and exited and whatnot. So I had to learn, like, you know, my, uh, as I went through, uh, that was another thing, but I sought help and I acknowledged very openly. So I think honesty is a very big thing. So if you tell people that, Hey, this is the thing I know, what I know is that there is no other person as hardworking as me, but these are the things I don't know. So are you willing to come on a ride with me and help me, uh, you know, fill those gaps where I don't know things? And you'll be surprised how many people, when you're honest, are there to fill the gap and help you through that journey. You asked me a question about spirituality. I think I'm spiritual in the sense that I believe in human being and the soul of a human being. I think that's my extent to spirituality. And if you do the right thing, right things come to you. That, that, that's my mantra I live by. So, yeah, I think that's such great advice for the, you know, if someone's listening and many, many women are taking the plunge, as you say, to start their own businesses um, and endeavors. And I think what you said about just being so very honest about here's what I know, here's what I am good at, and here's where I need help. um, The right people just seem to show up. Absolutely. Absolutely. And don't be worried about rejections in the beginnings. They happen. So you become thick-skinned as well, which is okay. Yes, absolutely. We're going to go into our last break. Uh, Stay with us for our watch team, and I'll be back with Shalia Dixit. Now, the women to watch. Marketing Watch. Finding your brand's purpose. Hi there. My name is Diana Barnes, or DB as most people call me, and I'm the Chief Brand Officer and Creative Director at Munchkin, the world's most loved baby lifestyle brand for over 30 years. We know that companies who give back to causes that are important to their consumers tend to grow faster, have increased brand loyalty, and attract top-tier talent. But what if your company's corporate giving is fragmented or non-existent? The former was the case when I joined Munchkin seven years ago. The company made donations to organizations, but there wasn't a strategic approach to its giving efforts. Sometimes a company's choice for philanthropic support, commonly referred to as CSR or corporate social responsibility, is evident. A shoe company donates sneakers to children in need, for example. At Munchkin, we leaned into less obvious choices. Just like the parents that use our products, we're concerned now more than ever about the world we're leaving to our children. Ensuring that at-risk and endangered animals survive for future generations is a primary pillar of our CSR. Our product line, Wild Love, infuses our devotion to animal welfare with our most successful products, our 360 Miracle Cups. 
The line is solely focused on educating families about these at-risk species and supports our biannual donations to the International Fund for Animal Welfare. Our philanthropic efforts also support Trees for the Future and the building of the world's first whale and dolphin safe haven through the Whale Sanctuary Project. We make these contributions because it's important to our founder, our employees, and our consumers. When I tell people where I work, they either recognize our brand from our most popular product, the No Spill 360 Cup, or they know us as the baby brand that cares about animals. Either is a win-win in my book. When it comes to defining CSR efforts for your company, don't be afraid to look beyond the obvious places or ways to give. Commit to a cause and to ongoing long-term donations. Find reputable organizations to give to by searching on GuideStar or Charity Navigator. Get your employees involved with volunteer opportunities and share milestones and accomplishments with your consumers. After all, they're the ones that make the giving possible. To learn more about all of Munchkin's CSR work, please visit us at munchkin.com. Now, more of Women to Watch with Sue Rocco on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Welcome back to the show. I'm, I'm having a really wonderful conversation with Shalja Dixit, again, the CEO of Curio. And um, she is going to be doing a wellness watch for us and bringing really valuable information for all women um, to the show. Shalja, outside of your role with Curio, you're involved in so many different organizations. And one that caught my attention was Corestone, which focuses on um, improving the lives of young girls. I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about that organization and what your involvement is. Yes. Yeah, so I actually, I took a little bit of a step back from there because I had too many things going on, but it's a wonderful nonprofit organization, uh, which has uh, their operations in India and Africa to start with. Uh, they focus on building resilience in, in, in young girls, right? So the, 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 the thinking there is that you can provide some kind of assistance and help one time, but if you don't change the inherent aspect of a, a girl taking care of herself and being resilient, you cannot have a long-term impact. So for example, if, if a girl is being told for an early child marriage, you know, how do you train them to say no and stand on that footing and say, I want to do this in my life. I don't want somebody else to be telling me what to do in my life and I'm not ready for this. So that's the kind of like resilience that the organization build and I truly support them and I've been watching them for now. I took a step back, as I said, because I had too much going on in my plate. Uh, the, I, yeah. As I was telling you in the beginning, I have another nonprofit, which I'm very much involved with. So uh, I had to just uh, take a little bit of a pause in between, I would say. Yeah. In the beginning of the show, you mentioned your son and and so being a mother is is another role that you play and probably the most important to you. We're living in um, what I would say turbulent times, scary times. People would argue that we always have, but our ability now with um, technology and the Internet to see and hear what's happening in the world globally all day long, every day, I think can be quite a burden, especially for young people. Tell me um, what frightens you the most as a mother when you look at what's happening in the world and how do you talk to him um, to keep him grounded and focused on his own 
um, aspirations? That's a beautiful question, Susan. So first of all, I think, you know, a um, few years back, and I hope it continues, we all started looking at this concept of world is flat, meaning it's a global playbook. You know, we all uh, work together and the distances between the countries with the outsourcing people, immigration coming back and forth from different countries, the world is flat concept started developing. I'm sure you have read the book, right? Now we see, uh, I, this is what worries me the most. We are going backwards, right? Everybody is going into their regional country areas, uh, you know, and we are going back to uh, like war situation, right? I mean, you know, uh, it, it's, it's kind of like, is society going back? And that's what worries me a lot. Uh, I think as a society, we took a lot of progress where we started seeing the breakdown in the barriers, the country, region, religion, you know, color. And what worries me in last few years is in multiple ways, we have started putting those barriers back. Um, you know, uh, whatever we have seen in society here, domestically in US, right, in last few years, as well as internationally. So that's my worry. That's my biggest worry that, you know, are we going back as a society in many ways? Um, what I tell my son is that, you know, believe in Human beings are human beings and they are same all across the world, right? So if you are good to them, the goodness will come back to you. So stay focused on that. You know, don't judge anyone. You know, the biggest thing is that they are human beings and just be kind to, to everyone and the kindness will come back to you. So hopefully that's a message and value I can uh, relate to him, uh, you know, and uh, to keep faith in humanity and keep on doing what he does. Would you say, you know, in speaking to that, um, you know, this show is is always about sharing these stories to encourage more women to kind of use their own voice. And I just wanted to ask you, how do you believe the world will benefit with more women mentally and physically and emotionally well? And perhaps that's why we're not where we would like to be today. So see, women are the larger demographic in the in, in the world, right? Like they, we make more percentage. And it's interesting to see even that in last one or two years only, we have started talking about women's health, mental or physical in a bigger way. I mean, it's kind of like, isn't that interesting that when women make fifty more than 50% of the world population, we have not talked about that segment as a as a focus area. So that's the first yeah. interesting, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad we are doing it and I hope it's just the beginning and we, we, it becomes a norm and more and more uh, focus on women's health, mental as well as physical comes. We talked about emotional health. I believe everything starts with the emotional well-being, be it courage, be it taking, uh, you know, taking new steps in life and breaking, uh, breaking the norms. Uh, another very important aspect is Women are the pillar of society as well as family, right? So if a woman is emotionally strong, then you will see that the families are strong, that you will see the society is strong. And I think they naturally have a larger tendency to, uh, you know, to give more back to the society too. They are, they, you know, they are meant uh, physiologically also to be more um, more resilient. So I think a woman's mental health becomes even more important. We just have a, a minute left. I wanted to give you an opportunity just to share with the listeners um, where they can find Curio and what perhaps is the, the next exciting step. 
So you can find Curio at our website, which is www.curiodigitaltherapeutics, which is stands for txfortherapeutics.com. Uh, you know, the next big step for us is actually our uh, release of our product that's coming. And we are hoping that we will be able to have an impact on more and more new moms or moms seeking help for their emotional and mental well-being. Excellent. Well, I'm excited to uh, work with you and help to bring it to the masses. And I thank you so much for joining me. Um, I know how busy you are getting ready for the launch. Thank you, Susan. Really appreciate the opportunity. I enjoyed it a lot. So thanks a lot. That's it, everyone, for another week of Women to Watch. Stay tuned next week for my interview with Irina Papuk. She's the co-founder of Galactic Fed. Have a great week, everyone, and stay well. Thanks for listening to Women to Watch with Sue Rocco, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Kraus at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHD or its management. Today's program has been pre-recorded. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.